Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors Podcast. This pig came bottling. Just ended up puking last night. It sucked. <laughs> Whoa. Ah! We got it, we wrap it in tinfoil, throw it over the fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, this is the Thin Blue Line Outdoors Podcast 5050, and I have, yeah, we hit 50 the finally. Uh-huh, the big 5 So uh, I have Jesse, who honestly, just like Ryan and Kyle, pretty much should be just co-hosts at this point in time, um, <laughs> but uh, I got Jesse on the redneck. Um, Jesse had a very good deer season, um, and I'm going to let him recap it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy we got the podcast going again. I'm um, going to talk to my uh, friends, family, and team members, So, and then hopefully get on some other guests. But, yeah, I'm going to let uh, Jesse go. Jesse, even give a quick uh, introduction to yourself, um, just if people don't know you, and take it from there. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse, the redneck from Thin Blue Line Outdoors. You guys have, if you've been following the channel, probably from the start, you've, you've at least heard or seen me. Uh, some good, some bad, some near deaths, some well, a lot of laughs, mm. especially when Ryan almost died hanging up the new stand this year. That was kind of funny. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I'm an elementary school principal here in Central Illinois. I have three kids, a beautiful wife. Um, so a lot of my time is um, spent with my family. And uh, well, if you ask my wife, she doesn't think it's a, a well balanced between work <laughs> and uh, life and hunting. I think it's a good balance between hunting, family, and work. But uh, no, I, I I enjoy what I do. I enjoy hanging out with the fam. I enjoy hanging out with my friends. Uh, but I, I really do love hunting. And so I picked it up later in life, as you guys have heard through multiple multiple podcasts. And I go down that road. Uh, I'm I'd still call myself an intermediate. I'm not necessarily a beginner anymore, but I'm not a pro either. Um, so yeah, with all that, was going to go um, jump right into this deer season, talking about that family and family balance. And uh, I caught a lot of shit from the guys this year for missing opening weekend. And the reason <laughs> I was missing opening weekend is probably why I caught the most shit was I was at a Disney Junior Live event in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, the event was pretty cool. All right, you had Spidey and his amazing friends jumping all around. You had your puppy dog pals going back and forth. Uh, but unfortunately, there were no bows and arrows involved in that adventure. No deer stand, nothing quite like that. Um, so, and they always tell me, they go, Jesse, you know, you know opening day is October 1st every year. Why would you schedule something on that? And I... I like to think either A, I just blacked out and said yes to her and forgot about it. Or B, she trapped me. She <laughs> and I just didn't think about it. I said, oh yeah, sure, sure. And then she already bought the tickets. Mm -hmm. However, it was good time with the family. It was fun. Um, and I mean, if you guys are anything like Ryan and myself, I was living vicariously through them getting all their stories anyway. Them texting me updates about what's going on, what's happening. And uh, when Ryan got his dough down, opening morning, that was just awesome. Super pumped, super excited. I was driving up to Wisconsin, I think, and Emily was reading my text messages for me. I told her to reply, you say, yeah, you say this, this is what you say, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, but 
I'll admit too, getting those text messages, I really was like starting to get uncomfortable and like I need to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that following weekend was my first weekend out. I think it was October 9th. It was a Sunday because I had a three-day weekend through school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went out down to the Mercer County farm by myself. It was hot, man. It was super hot. And actually, Ryan went the Friday before I did, and he saw three does. He saw, mm-hmm. well, he saw a mama and two young ones. Yeah, could have shot him. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. Mm-hmm. What? He could have shot him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh he could have. They were right underneath the mm-hmm. stand where he hung. He was right underneath it, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Ryan could have got a lot of deer this year, and he just passed him up. Mm-hmm. Which is, he's growing. He good is. For you, Ryan. He is. That's a good, good. You're starting to grow as a hunter. Mm-hmm. But that Sunday morning, I uh, I went to that new stand where Ryan saw him, um, and I mean, I didn't see anything mm-hmm. all day. Starting to get really hot. Well, I take that back. I saw a couple of raccoons, which is always fun. He had that question: Am I gonna do it? Nah, I won't do it. Uh, am I gonna? No, I won't. Um, and then I had a couple of new cell cams to hang up around the property, so I did that. Um, then I had the debate with Boom and Ryan: Where do I hunt that afternoon? And Boom just automatically said the pipe stand. It's a gut feeling. So we have a stand out there. That's uh-huh. For some reason, my gut was telling me pipe stand. Really, that's the best way I could describe it. I didn't really have logic behind it. I'm like, my gut's telling me the pipe stand. It worked out, man. And we call it the pipe stand because it's literally made out of old plumbing pipe. Not like old galvanized pipe. I found it um, on Facebook Marketplace for like 50 bucks. It's a nice little stand. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... Went in town, got lunch, came back out. It was super, super hot. Youth season. I'm wearing bright orange, talking to the farmer's kid of where I'm going to be, just to make sure I don't get shot at. And I just had this feeling that if I was going to see anything, it was going to be last light. Anytime I'm by myself hunting on that farm and I and I get one, it's always last light. Ugh. The night before, that Saturday, I got um, cell cam pics of that mama and the two kids Ryan saw probably Friday coming down by that pipe stand. Right. I mean, right as the last 30 minutes was able to, to shoot. And I was like, and I had patterned them before that they were every other day or every three days. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, shit, here goes that opportunity to come back. Well, my surprise, I looked up and then, um, there's one, one kid and, coming down the hill and then there's mama then there's the other yearling right behind her um but i hadn't seen shit all day i moved really quickly the first one spotted me mm-hmm. like instantly mm-hmm. i wasn't able to even get my bow back um or even off the hook stopped and looked and then um we had a stare off for what felt like a minute and she kept going forward so then mama and everybody else kept going forward mm-hmm Finally got my bow in hand, definitely saw me move, stomped at me, wheezed at me, all right, and then jumped back over this creek bed. Mama followed, and they ran, and they didn't, like, go all the way away, so I didn't, like, bust them, bust them, but they stood on the opposite side of the creek bed where I have no shot, mm-hmm. and they're just staring at me. Well, 
the dummy in the back didn't see me and didn't really care what they did. So he's just coming down in the creek bed still. Um, my his own business had no clue that I'm there. So I'm still like on alert waiting for him to pop out. Well, the mom comes like, so here's in front of me mm-hmm. is the little guy. Mama takes this other path around where and you, this is all in that episode, that vlog. Mm-hmm. You can't hear, but you see her come in off of my right. Mm-hmm. Right. So she walked probably just in front of my trail camera and came right in front of me. Well, she starts noticing something's wrong and something's up and kind of looking up towards me. Um, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna, when I first ran, I'm like, this isn't gonna work until that little guy kept coming. Like, okay, well maybe I'm the button buck slayer. I'll just get this little button buck and be good. <laughs> yep. Yep. To the name. Right. Um, but then she circled back around and, you know, I've had people comment on the video or on the, the TikTok of it. It was like that I drew back too soon and it was a really long drawback. It was a very long drawback, but I, what I was hoping for was, and you could see it in the video, she came broadside, like right here and she stopped behind a bush. Mm-hmm. There was, when she kept walking, there was going to be an opening. Well, she kept walking. I was hoping that she would stop in that opening. So when she went uh, head down behind the bush, that's when I pulled back. Mm-hmm. And then she put her head up and she kept walking. I was like, okay, she's going to stop. Well, she just didn't stop. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, she did know what was up. And I wasn't going to let go of my draw because she would have ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Stomp Wheeze did the whole song and dance for me. And she took off. I thought she was gone. You could see me. I'm like trying to go with my bow, like mm-hmm. almost like you're clearing a room with a gun. Mm-hmm. That would work. Yep. Uh, but she like jumped like almost back and forth. It seemed like, and I was like, okay, this isn't going to happen. Then she, it was just her ass was right at me, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And that didn't give me a shot. And then she, finally, she gave me like one, one more like, screw you, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Blow. And it started trotting. Well, then she went uh, quartering away from me when she did that. And that was my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Smoked her. When she was quartering away and she stopped, smoked her. Mm-hmm. She ran. Her little dude ran right at me. And then to the left, the other little one just took off like a rocket. Never mm-hmm. saw that deer again. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe too far back of a hit because when I saw her, the I saw the what would be the entry wound, mm-hmm. right? Kind of closer to the back hip. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went ahead and knocked her the arrow, but then she fell. Mm-hmm. Like she went literally 10 yards from me. Mm-hmm. And that's the best feeling of seeing them fall. Yeah, you can see your reaction and on so, the video. Like a little bit delayed, and then as soon as you saw her down, you know, yes, yes. Like it was, it was great. And I know you were pulled back. I don't remember. I timed it. I don't remember how long. It was over a minute, I know. Which, if anybody has pulled back on a deer with a bow, yeah, it's, when you're pulled back a minute or more on a deer, it's tough. I don't care what poundage you're doing. Like, you got the adrenaline, you got, you know, you got the weight pulled back, it's tough. Yeah. So then, after Mama went down, we didn't, this isn't seen in the vlog, but after Mama went down, that little guy that essentially took his is the reason why his mom went away. He came back within seven yards broadside of me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I I was drawn back on him. I won't lie. I was drawn back because mm-hmm. in my head, I thought, how cool would it be to double up on like the same day, mm-hmm. but then also within three minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. But then I just said, no, like he's too he's too small. Made the right call. It. He needs to grow. Mm-hmm. Huh? You made the right call, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, eh, I'm done. This will be plenty of meat for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Um, but I had, I instantly had to feel like, oh, it could be done. Mm-hmm. It could totally be done. Yep, yep. But no. So that was, I mean, that was my first day out. Mm-hmm. It was successful. It was fun. It was great. I was giddy, all tied up, you know, that I just smoked that dough. It's my first mature dough ever. First coring voice shot ever. First self-recorded kill ever, right? A lot of firsts on that yep. one. Yep, and that's actually one thing I want to talk about um, a little bit, uh, interrupt Jesse. Uh, Jesse's gotten some good videos that I've published um, when he was using my cameras and his uh, um, little handy cam he had, or a little GoPro. Um, but this year, he upgraded cameras, which is way better quality. And he had really good video especially with that doe um like you definitely i thought this year took a step forward in the filming part of it um you were already doing really good job on your shots when it comes to bow and stuff um yeah you have a couple mishaps but we i had a couple mishaps we all have a couple mishaps when it comes it's called hunting for a reason i'm not killing um but when it comes to videotaping i thought this year you really took a step forward um which we talk about we got a and that was one of my goals Mm mm-hmm that was one of my goals for this year was, you know, when I invested in that camera, I was like, okay, there's no excuses now. Mm-hmm. Like the old knockoff GoPro I had, there was some times where I tried and I was like, this thing's not doing it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, besides the one, besides that one DRA unicorn, but that was with your <laughs> camera, wasn't it? We saw that. Yeah. No, uh, I don't remember. No, you had my I camera, but. My camera. Hey, you had my camera, but we didn't, um, you didn't get, I don't think you had time to turn that one on because it came in so quick. Right. But with the new the equipment, I was like, okay, well, now there's no excuse. It's time to, you know, get after it and start, like, working on this and improving it. So, yeah, I, that was one of my focuses as I went out this year. And plus, <laughs> I think I went out uh, more, more times this year by myself than I have in years past. Right. So, you know, if you're kind of helping someone in the property, you're definitely keeping in contact mm-hmm. pretty consistently. Um, so I think that kind of sometimes takes away from my filming when I'm more, hey, you seeing anything? No. Mm-hmm. You out, boom. No. Okay. If it's just me out, then I, that's it. I can mm-hmm. really focus on that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, day one out, fantastic, great hunt, successful hunt. Mm-hmm. I was, but I was so more excited for day two hunting for me. Mm-hmm. That's when I took Marshall out that next Sunday or that Monday morning. We went over to Boom's mm-hmm. uh, property, hunted in a pop-up blind on a little platform, um, and just had a ball. I had an absolute blast. I think Marshall's going to be the little cameraman. He was interviewing me that whole time <laughs> yep, out there. Yep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he enjoyed it. We weren't out there too terribly long, mm-hmm. but 
I, he keeps asking me to go out, and then Walter keeps asking me to go out. Starting him yet. Yeah, came home. <clears throat> yeah, I know. We came home, I think it was last Friday, mm-hmm. and they wanted to watch Daddy's hunting videos, they said. So we started putting up in Blue Line Outdoors, and they're just watching. Which... Like, Made my night, man. When you sent us that, when you sent that picture to Ryan and I, that made my night. I'm like, right there is why we do it. That made it worth it, right there. Oh, it was amazing, and I, I didn't, and I, you know, some people say, oh, you're staging that or you're pushing that. And I swear to you, you can ask my wife. I just walk in, they go, we want to watch your hunting videos. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we could do that. Yep, yep. And so. Yeah, just throwing the love for them is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to get him out more. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we Marshall and I didn't see anything. We just had a really, really fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about a month before I went back out. November, right? Um, Wasn't until November again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, November 4th. Mm-hmm. And I was debating taking... I took a day. I, I took... Two days off of work this year to go hunting. I don't usually do that. Usually it's just a one day a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year I felt like I could use a little rotation, just a little mini one. Mm-hmm. So I took a day, went down there by myself um, just to hunt the morning. I didn't even hunt the afternoon. You know, I had to put up a blind anyway for shotgun season coming up. And so I'm in a blind chair and we're having some hits off of the camera from the blind spot from the time I put it up on October 9th till then. Mm-hmm. And all the all the pictures, um, so I guess to describe, when you're sitting down in the blind spot, we call it, um, you're on the back of the property, and there's a hill up to your left that leads up to an, another stand, but it's like it's a big hill. And then to your right, it's flatter. They kind of, now you're in the middle of the ravine, mm-hmm. and there's a creek bed there. Mm-hmm. And in between you and the creek running behind you is a little, little, I mean, little uh, layer of brush, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get out there in plenty of time to park the wheeler, walk the distance, so I'm not like putting the wheeler right where I need to be. I walk out there, get my blind chair set up, and I'm like, all right. And as it gets a little bit lighter out, first I'm in this kind of rosy, thorny patch that like I'm covered. I know I'm covered when I sit down anything to the right of me or in front of me, they're not going to catch me, man. They won't see me. But as I got a little lighter out, I noticed the cover I thought I had on my left, I didn't have. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and again, let me remind you, all the evidence. And I was like, when I first moved dark, it's like, this is the spot. This is where it's going to happen. All the evidence of the camera though, told me everything's coming left to right. Mm-hmm. So they would have, what the evidence had, that they would see me, and I wasn't going to be able to do anything anyway. Mm-hmm. So, go against my first choice, and I move. So now where I am covered on my left, mm-hmm. but I am pretty exposed on my right. Mm-hmm. Like, and where, be able to still see and get a shot off on this spot, you're going to have an opening somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's not like I can just tuck all the way back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sitting in this blind chair. It's getting colder. It's when the big cold front come in and you know, the storm, the rain and the wind on the fifth. But anyway, so there's about eight and I'm doing my scanning and no lies. I'm scanning here. And I come to the right 
just a freaking monster, dude. Just a monster. And I think it was a monster eight. And he was tall. I mean, just so tall. And he's just staring at me. I mean, he's looking directly at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am still going, you freeze. <laughs> I don't want to care. Like, don't yep. move. Don't move. Yep. Ah. Uh, so I'm not moving one bit. He's staring me down. He kind of like puts his head down and slowly starts looking. He's sniffing the ground. I just reach. Like I don't even like, I'm sitting like I am now and I'm reaching like this. Like you can't see. Yep. You would have been able to see my hand. I just reached down from my belt. It's right here. Yep. And me doing that, he poked his head right back up, looked and stared right at me again. And I was like, uh-uh. Uh-huh. And he didn't run though. That was the he didn't run away. Mm-hmm. He just turned right back around and walked. And so how do you like quickly? Well, yeah, because <laughs> I quickly stood up. I pulled back on my bow, but he was walking. And by the time I got to that point, he was he wasn't stopping. Number one, number two, he was slightly quartering away, if not just his butt straight onto me. That wasn't going to happen. Yep. Number three is like 50, 40, 50 yards away. Mm-hmm. And that's not my range, and that's not a good shot. But, oh, my God. It hurts every time, remember man. Remember the deer, like, one of the first times you ever took me? Yep. You remember the deer you took when, like, the first time went out, and, like, that was the biggest deer I've ever seen live? Yep. This deer, this deer beat that deer. Which that deer, just to give people judgment, the deer Jesse is talking about when he was with me was about 130. So that means this buck was gonna, the Jesse's talking about now is bigger than a 130 buck. So probably 140, 150 would be my guess. Just a solid good buck. And I think that we saw him the next morning going out hunting. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I don't know if Ryan was telling you about this yet or not, but. Mm-mm. So, well, I'll finish the forest. So, I, that deer went out of my life forever. Yep. Right? Um, then I ended up, um, I did see a huge group of hens, and they all got they got close, but I just couldn't get a shot. Mm-hmm. They kept bouncing all around, man. Um, and they would always, like, I'd draw, I was drawn back one, one time because they were approaching to come right in the opening, and there's something... Probably me spooked them and they just left. Gobbled all the way and went the opposite way. But it is what it is. Yep. It would have been fun to get a turkey on the on the bow, but yep. uh, so then Ryan and I had that the Saturday and Sunday plan to hunt. So we went out Saturday. We were hunting the blind because it I mean it's pissing down rain. The wind's terrible. Um and we weren't gonna get in our stands, right? we're going out we're going up this hill and we we had the four-wheeler now and i mean it's 100 yards from where we camp and i'm like ryan stop ryan stop and no lie at the top of this hill is that deer and he's just like puffed up head up he has and it was kind of weird because there was it was almost like a bachelor group going Mm -hmm. there was another little buck with them probably i don't know if it was a doe or not but there was another deer with them too that's right? weird mm-hmm. and so we're kind of like well, what do we do what's going on what do we do well at that point in time 
when we stopped and they stared, they kind of just started walking away. And so when we couldn't see them anymore, we went up and then when we went up and turned, there they are right at the top of the hill, just a little further back looking at us. And at that point in time, there was like two more deer joined them. I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot of deer. Mm-hmm. It's just, we can't shoot them. Mm-hmm. It's not legal light. Mm-hmm. No matter how badly you wanted to, you can't do it. Yep. So he was a monster. But then they just ran. They just took off. Mm-hmm. And we saw a deer the rest of the day. And we hunted all day. Mm-hmm. And that Saturday was pretty boring just in the stand is all but it was always fun hunting with ryan yep. i mean that was another thing on my him and i haven't deer hunted together in a long time yeah you guys didn't get to the year before right right we, mm-hmm. we didn't yep so then sunday happened sunday was a fun day yeah yeah it was um, i was enjoying just getting the text messages sunday morning <laughs> well it's funny because i was talking to ryan the night before and i think i was even talking to you like we could kind of since the rut was picking up, things were kind of moving because, oh, we did see deer. I'm sorry. We did see, Ryan saw a couple of deer that Saturday morning, mm-hmm. but I never saw them on the other side of the fence. I saw, I guess I did see the doe run. Anyway, not important. I was like, hey, I've never actually seen like a buck go chasing a doe mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And by golly, I saw it that day. <laughs> on the neighbor's property, not our property. Yep. Um, a decent sized buck it wasn't the tall guy that i saw friday morning but um probably 130 120 Mm -hmm. i'd have to guess um was chasing the doe uh, out of a out of some woods into the corn and then there was it was funny because he saw that big guy chasing her and then a minute later i see this spike running across the field after i'm like good luck bud (laughs) you're not gonna make a spike man Mm mm-hmm I'm texting all this, you know, happened. I'm getting a text message. My superintendent, he just grunted one in and just dropped one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, nice. So I'm out there, I'm spraying that rack getters. I think it's Climax that I was using out there. Shout out, just shout out. New scent out there, you know. Shout out to rack getters. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm 95, 100% sure you helped me get this buck. Um, and so spraying out there, threw a couple calls out. Uh, I was going to rattle, but I dropped my rattling antler. I was very dropsy that day. It was insane. I dropped one of my rattling antlers. <laughs> and then, so, <laughs> I'll tell you what else I dropped here. <laughs> it's terrible. But at that point in time, you know, I'm doing my scanning. It's about time for, uh, no, a little coffee. So I'm like, I'm turning to look into my bag. And before, because I like to turn and make sure there's nothing over there before I do it, right? Mm. And so I turn, and well, there's my little five pointer. And he's a five pointer because one little guy got knocked off. And uh, so, oh shit, here we go. And he doesn't even like, I don't even know if he sees me. He just knows it's to the ground. So I quickly, and I, I'll admit, I think I rushed the first shot. Um, grab my bow, shot, hit him. It was a low hit, right? Mm hmm. Um, and I could tell it was low when I first saw it, but then he just turned around and this is the first time I've ever seen a deer do this. Like he went and he was 10 yards in front of me and he's just staring at me. I'm like, well, this is kind of fucking weird. Right. 
part of my mm-hmm. language. Sorry, Jay. You're good. But You're good. This is weird. And um, looking at him, he's got spit coming out. And then I look, and there's just blood pouring out of his chest, just like. Mm-hmm. And I could see what it looked like to me was if somebody just like took a scalpel and opened him up down your sternum, mm-hmm. right down the sternum. Mm-hmm. But what it really was is I hit so low, it just went clear through the belly, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's bleeding out of. You, um, but it gave me time. Yeah. When you gutted him, did you see, did the first shot hit anything vital that you're aware of? My first shot? Mm-hmm. It, it, like, it went in and out of the stomach. Like, I don't even think it would have been a bad enough stomach hit. He would have bled out. That he, deer would have died. He was bleeding. I mean, just the video. No yeah, the video, and I'll, I'll play some here in the podcast on the video version. He was just pouring there. You could just see the blood just pouring out of him. Yeah, I was like, he stood there and that happened for two minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this deer going to die? Or is it going to come get me? Like, maybe it's one of the new zombie deer. I don't know if you heard about them or not. Uh, but, so, thankfully though, it gave me a chance to knock another arrow. And you probably see it in the video. I'm just shaking so bad. Because like, hey, you have that adrenaline, you just shot a deer, so this is awesome. B, I'm trying to run through everything in my head, like what's the next best thing to do as he's sitting there bleeding out in front of me. And then C, just saying, I'm like, I'm hoping he gives me another shot. But it also gives me a chance to work with the camera. And this is where I did make a rookie mistake with the camera. I should have stayed zoomed out. Mm-hmm. If I would have stayed zoomed out on my camera, you would have seen the final shot, right? But I zoomed in to get the blood and to get kind of what the deer was doing. Mm-hmm. And you hear the shot, you see the back legs jump but you don't actually see the whole picture just the deer just took a couple steps off frame if you know the deer didn't do that or if he was zoomed out just a little bit more it would have caught it but i've been there i've done it it happens yeah um so eventually man he just he uh presented me with another opportunity turned to walk away and he stopped and Man, I'll tell you what, that second shot, I did not make a mistake, didn't rush it, whacked right through the boilermaker, and he took off. Mm-hmm. He was gone. Tracked him 80 yards, found him. And it was a fun track, too, because not only did I have the blood from the first hit, but also the the second one. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot, of, lot to go by. It was an easy track, mm-hmm. but still gave me experience enough to follow the trail, which is what I liked. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. It was a good... Not to, not to toot my own horn, but most of the deer I've shot, I haven't had a track. Yeah, that's true. And I've, I've, I've been with Jesse when he killed his first archery deer, and then uh, I was there to help him with his big buck he got. And yeah, you watch him fall in front of you, so it's, which is what I prefer. But it is good to get that uh, experience tracking the deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could do that every time. <laughs> yeah. And so... Once I find him on, I'm on the trail and I'm trying to text Ryan, all these guys, what's going on? It's hot. I was balls out doing this. And so I'm texting Ryan and the plan was, he was like, all right, man, can you give me, I tell him, hey, I shot a deer. And I'm like, I'm going to have to go get down and go find this thing. He goes, mm-hmm. give me till 10. Give me 10. So that's fine. You know, you can stay up till 10. I'm going the opposite way you are. Just, you're fine from where Ryan was hunting. Mm-hmm. So I'm texting him updates. 
found blood, found arrow, you know, and he's still texting. Oh man, it's awesome. Great job. Congratulations. Um, text everybody. I said, Hey, found the deer. Mm-hmm. Oh, great job. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So then Ryan and I are texting. The plan was, I was going to drag him out to an mm-hmm. open spot where we get the wheeler. Once I got to that spot to text him and he would come down. So drag that deer out, got to the open spot. As I stop and take my break at the open spot, I got connected back to signal and it's just Ryan and boom, freaking out, texting. Ryan, like, I got one down. I got one down. I can't believe it. Doubling up. I can't believe you came right in, got one down, salt drop. Mm-hmm. And so I'm freaking out, like super excited. Like, holy shit. We just got two bucks one day, like tiny, tiny acreage spot for hunting you know in Lido, and i mean all within half hour of each other mm-hmm. i mean it goes back to ryan shotgun buck last year he was getting ready to get down same thing this year he was getting ready to get down with his archery buck he pulls it off at the end of the hunt he does he pulls yeah. it off somehow just amazing then mm-hmm. i pretty much sprinted up that hill to meet him at his stand in the wheeler go get his story man and just Oh, it was awesome. First time hunting in a long time, both having success. Couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely couldn't believe it. And that was definitely the peak of your season because you guys don't have much to talk about after that, both of you. <laughs> no. Shotgun season didn't happen this year. Let's just say that. Yep, yep. Yeah. I felt, a, I felt a little bad during shotgun season because I know you guys look forward to it so much. And I... Honestly, when it comes to shotgun season, I had one of the most action-packed seasons I've had um, shotgun hunting this year. And I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing this. My brother's seeing this, blah, blah, blah. And you guys are like, we ain't seeing shit. <clears throat> Crickets. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Oh, Ash keeps text Like, Ash would keep telling us, like, man, they're passing up all <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, you were saying Ash... Uh, was saying we're passing up deer. Yeah, Ash is like, man, these guys are sitting out here seeing all this. They're passing up deer. We haven't seen anything. Because they were, like I said earlier, they've been out there for Monday morning on hunting. And, like, hunting hard. Mm-hmm. And they've seen deer. They had, I think, one opportunity to where, like, they got one that was within range. But that deer just stood behind a tree with its vitals, so they couldn't actually do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cold. But I lost my toes. It was a cold season, man. It was a it was a cold shotgun season. And then uh, didn't see anything. The one the one positive out of it was uh oh, I left the Friday. I left early in the afternoon hunting. I went and watched my uh, old high school win the eight man state championship finals. That was cool. That was cool. That was fun. Got to see some buddies, see some old coaches. So that was the one positive from shotgun season. And then after that, man, I've been living vicariously through a boom. Um, I don't know if you guys know or not, but kind of shot a monster. So living vicariously through him means. Like I shot maybe one third of that monster, <laughs> which still may be one of my biggest deer ever. <laughs> so yeah, yep, so yeah, I, I ended up good, luckily. <clears throat> I 
got that message in Target, and I'm not the person like <laughs> I hate the people who are on their phone when they're in the the checkout line. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to call me like, all right, man, like I'm on the, I'm in the checkout line. What, what's going on? We got to mm-hmm. do this. But I also know, Boom's calling me. Boom's hunting, <laughs> and we just had a whole conversation about some mishaps before. Like, <laughs> yeah, something big just happened. Yep, yep, so, yep. And I've said it. I said it in the last podcast, and uh, I don't know. I've said it before. It's the only thing I can explain is it was like meant to be. That's the only way I can describe about getting lucky and shooting that uh shooting that buck I've been chasing for three seasons. It's just it was meant to be. <clears throat> Dude, everything everything lined up because like mm-hmm. again, if you wouldn't have, I should have been killed out. I should have been bucked yeah. out for the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you wouldn't have missed that one and realized my scope was off, mm-hmm. like done. Like, yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah, you'd have been done. You'd have been bucked. Yeah. Out. You'd have been happy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but yeah, but I, I I said to you guys before the season, if I could kill one deer, one deer all season, that was it. It'd be that buck, and that was it. yep. So, <clears throat> how many deer did you end up with? Total three. Three. Yep. Two does. One with my bow. One with a shotgun, and then uh the um my big buck. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, excited. Um, and oh, hope. When is the season officially over? Because this weekend. 13th? This weekend. Yeah. I, I... Dude, I about hit a deer tonight with my car. <laughs> I saw probably 30 deer in fields on my way home tonight. Like, they're out right now. Yep. I think I'm going to go out Saturday. Um, I don't know. I don't have the freezer space, but I'm going to figure it out if I uh, get to shoot one. Um, just go to try to get a doe. And then uh, Caleb is coming out to my farm. He's got the run of the, he's got the run run out to the whole farm the last day of season. He's coming out on Sunday, so that evening. So, fair game. Anything that comes by, um, I'm gonna see what the wind is and whatever the wind is. I'm gonna give him a couple stand options, like hey, I'd recommend these two stands or these three stands or whatever, and he can hunt whatever one he wants. Um, hopefully he has luck. We were so close last time, man, uh, ten yards, and not even that, five yards. We were so close, man. Uh, Caleb I've been hunting with I think this is three deer seasons now him and I've been hunting either three or four and he's yet to fling an arrow and it's no fault to his own he doesn't get to hunt very often he gets to hunt even less than Jesse does and uh, and he's been super close with Jesse he's been super close with me he just hasn't got a chance to fling an arrow yet Uh, he did fling an arrow at Europe didn't he I think he told me that Um, he flung an arrow at the Alito farm once yeah I think Mm-hmm, but it was a miss. Um, right. But uh, he's gotten so close, and um, I'm hoping hoping we can get it uh, get it together this uh, this last day for him. So we'll sh- we I shall see. Mm-hmm. Yep. That should be a goal of thin blue line outdoors for next year. Give Caleb a deer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, I would agree with that. We can make that. Put that on that. Speaking of that, perfect segue. So that's pretty much Jesse's season. Um, and you know Ryan and I, and I'm gonna have the rest of the team members yeah. kind of talk about what their goal is for 2023 hunting and personal goal. You know, I've already talked about my goals about losing weight and getting in shape. Um, and I might have something coming up from that here in a little bit. But um, but then um. And then what the goals are for the brand, with the merch, doing shows, getting partnerships, which uh, might be some news coming here soon before this podcast comes out, hopefully. Um, but anyway, Jesse, what is your 
hunting, and personal goals for 2023? Hunting would just be, I think, honestly, I was pretty efficient with my time this year when I went out. I would agree. Um, and my success on those times. So if I could even keep it that, you know, where I was, mm -hmm. that'd be great. Um, this year, I'm not going to be able to do shotgun season. I'll be going to the, the conference again with work. Um, so I'd like to get out in the early season and in the rut and then kind of go what happens, see what happens after that. But if I could plan it right like I did this year, mm -hmm. I'll be honest. The first, the October 9th one just fell in my lap. That was pure luck. That wasn't. I, those deer shouldn't have been there because it, early October, I, man, it's hot. You got to have some luck on your yeah. side if we don't have a cold front come through. And that, there was no cold front that weekend for you. No. Mm -hmm. um, now, the November 4th weekend, that one was pretty well planned. With There was a cold front coming in. We had that big rain wind Saturday. Plus the rut. And yep. Mm -hmm. I think Sunday was the kickoff of it all, man. It just. Some switch hit and then mm -hmm. boom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was like, let's get him down. So, just, you know, playing my time the way where I had the most opportunity. Um, and so, and to get Marshall out more. Like, mm -hmm. get him out at least twice next year. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, you, now you got a spot here waiting for him. So, <clears throat> mm hmm. He, he loves it. He loves coming to play with Bluey and all the other goats and yeah. animals he got there. Yep. We got a, we got a new he baby. the Jonathan compound. Yeah, we got a new baby. You want a pet goat? I'll just drop it off. <laughs> I'll take one of your chickens now and lay his eggs. Yeah. <laughs> They're worth their weight in gold right now, man. Oh, eggs are so expensive. Mm-hmm. Kind of leads it to my personal goal is so... I don't know, the past two years, so two years ago, Jesse was probably 280 pounds. I got down to about, I'm like at 220 now. The lowest I ever got was 200, but then I did all that from running. Running and eating like just very small portions, very small salads every day, like a huge calorie deficit, right? And it's great. I lost the weight. I feel better, like I could run an hour and be fine like i'm tired obviously but i could do that now and i couldn't do that mm -hmm. back then but now i want to kind of change how my body looks from all of that um i i guess i would they call it skinny fat and that's what i would call myself is i lost all the weight but i'm still like jiggly you know what i mean yep yep mm -hmm. i got away from the weights mm -hmm. i wasn't necessarily like eating the protein i should have been eating mm-hmm uh, it was more just looking at negative calories for the day. Yep. And a lot of them. So now my goal is to get rid of that, build my muscle back up, but still stay around the same weight, mm -hmm. lower the body fat percentage. Um, it's been tough. I've been on, on like a week now, and I, I didn't used to eat breakfast. And like I said, I would eat a little small Tupperware container salad and a cheese stick every day for lunch and then come home and eat a little bit of dinner. Now I'm eating three eggs, some protein shakes, and a piece of toast in the morning for breakfast alone. And then my lunch has been like kind of a huge salad with a whole big can of that shredded chicken on it. Mm -hmm. 
some cheese sticks, some deer sticks, mm-hmm. a couple spoonfuls of peanut butter here just to really try to hit my protein goal. And that part's tough. And I, I don't get me wrong, I am a true fat kid at heart. I like to eat. I really do like to eat. But sometimes I'm like, oh, man. So, but got a little weight set down now in the basement to help with that. And I'll give the old college try for, for 10 weeks or so and see mm-hmm. what I could see, what happens. And I told Boom and Ryan to let me go back to strictly running because that didn't, it didn't do more damage than good, but it definitely took me back mm-hmm. more than what I, I should have not run as much and done other yeah, workouts. Your, your doctor in the end even said something to you about it, right? Yeah, just there. I don't know what happened. And he's back. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> See, it's like I'm assuming we just lost signal briefly. I think so. Well, anyway, so yeah, yeah, too much running, not enough lifting. <laughs> well, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I do have a challenge coming up in April that I'm gonna have like a weekend or a couple, like two days to run. The 5K, 10K, and 10 mile. I think it's in two days. There you go. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Disney one. It's a lot of cool Disney medals like Toy Story and Pixar and yep. Monsters Inc., I think. So mm-hmm. I still have that goal for me. There you go. That'd be good. So that's my personal goal. Mm-hmm. For, uh, I guess, if you're looking at just like the health wise. Mm-hmm. Other than that, keep plugging away at the house, getting things done, and. Mm-hmm. Spending time with the boys and the wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like I've already told you. I'm really excited. Uh, eventually, we Jesse and I've been talking about this ever since. Uh, honestly, we, he started having kids, and then once I started having kids, but it's gonna be great when we can actually like we love deer camp now when it's Jesse, Ryan, and I, and then Ash and stuff and Caleb. We have a great, we have a blast. But we look forward to the day where it's it's all about the kids coming to hunt, and we're just we're being guides for them. Um, it's going to be a good time when that happens. And it's getting, every year it gets closer and closer. Um, so it'll be fun. And then let alone. pushing me to go out. Yep. Marshall's pushing me to go out and shoot my bow already. That a boy. Let's practice out there. That a boy. That a boy. Yeah, if we get, if we, we now are having warm weather, but if we actually get ice again, you have to bring him out and do some ice fishing. Oh, he would love that. Mm-hmm. So would Walter. Walter loves fishing. Yep, and if it's if it's super cold and we can plan ahead, you just take a little pop-up tent like I have out here and you put a little heater in it. So it keeps him out of the wind, a little heat. No, there you go. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um... Be fun, man. He's kind of... What are you looking for as far as the... Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Well, uh... I was going to say what, and this I think you would kind of go in a way, go in this direction too. Um, where do you like to, where would you like to see the brand grow um, this year in 2023 and really focus on? Because um, I've said this in the past, you know, I got, I, we have 13 team members counting myself. Um, a lot of us are uh, in the law enforcement field. Well, almost all of us are public servants, like Jesse's a principal. Um, and, uh, you know, we all we're trying to grow the brand, and we know we love it. It's passion stuff, um, but just Jesse, Ryan, and uh, and Kyle, I'd say, probably put in the most effort besides me um, 
into the brand, you know, in a lot of videos and do some stuff behind the scenes. So I guess, Jesse, where do you kind of like to see the brand kind of go this year? What is happening? We keep losing connection. Where would you like to see the brand go this year, buddy? I would like to see uh, really get out there more publicly, like merchandise out more um, and maybe, you know, spread out more than you, Fulton County is pretty locked down, but kind of leak <laughs> yep. it out to yep. other counties around you. Um, and it would be cool. It would be very cool to do a couple shows mm -hmm. or a show. Yep. I think my goal would be at least one show. I I would like to go and be part of Timber Lines at one show. Mm -hmm. I can see the, inter the internet's kicking my butt today. Um, just get the name out there. Yep. I know we continue to build partnerships, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to keep doing that, building the brand that way. But I think just getting us out there and talking to people more, especially that mad British guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a talker. In front of a few more people. Yep, I would agree with that. So no. that, that's my goal. Gotcha. More public, more publicity, more merch, and more shows. Gotcha. What was uh? And what was your question for me before I interrupted you? Uh, the same exact one you asked. I was me. wondering. <laughs> um, kind of said it in the last podcast with uh, Ryan. Yeah, the Thin Blue Line Outdoors goals this year is uh, go to hopefully three shows. Um, I keep losing Jesse here, but I know you guys can still hear me. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll go to at least three shows this year. Um, I'm hoping to have Jesse, Ryan, and uh, other team members at these shows. Uh, really focus on merchandise. Um, I almost have everything here. I have all the machinery here, but I almost have everything else here to do the shows. Um, really excited about that. And then I have a couple big hunts planned. Um, a hog hunt and bear hunt. And then obviously we'll be hitting the deer woods hard like we always do. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the goal for the Thin Blue Line Outdoors. Um, Jesse, before I lose you again on this internet, do you have anything else for the podcast? Just like, subscribe, keep checking us out, guys. Keep following on the TikTok, Insta, all of it. All right. For those of you who have been following, thank you. Um, share it out. Get out there because it is some really great stuff that you find out and see and you learn a lot too. Mm -hmm. Well, again, I, the internet's kicking my butt. I live out here in the boonies, so it is what it is. Um, but uh, I'm Jesse, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Jesse? Hello? Yep. Hello. Hey, I'm, I'm going to end this podcast. Like I said, the internet's been crappy, but I'm going to give you a phone call after this. Um, <clears throat> well, anyway, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. Sorry about the internet difficulties. Like I said, I live in the boonies. It is what it is. Um, but Jesse, thanks for coming on. Everybody, uh, like, subscribe, follow. We've got some more content coming this year, and hopefully you see us at some shows. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all the support.